Hello, friends. Maestro here, bringing you episode 283 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm going over the extensive list of things to consider when starting an online membership. Lots of information coming at you. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two. Hello, 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 friends. Welcome back. And thank you. So I I decided to hop on to iTunes, whatever it's called now. I I actually do not know what it's called now. Uh, But I hopped onto the app to check and look at the, the ratings and reviews. And man, they're just, they're so freaking good. We got 191 ratings. Got I don't know how many reviews, but they're all just... They're awesome. So thank you. Thank you for spending your time with me. And and then you take the time to go and like hit the buttons and write the things. And I truly appreciate it. So thank you. Today, we're going to be talking about memberships uh, or subscriptions or continuities, whatever you want to call it, uh, as it relates to the online space. And real talk, bringing up this topic because my mafia, which is my membership, it just reset for you know we just hit a year so the beta testers the early adopters hit a year on january 18th uh, and then like the the public hit a year on february 18th so this episode will drop on march 4th so you see i was it just kind of hit that year mark which means that anyone that signed up for the full year that subscription renewed um, and real talk I've had cancellations absolutely uh, and it just made me want to hop on and talk to you about the realities of running a membership because in theory it's a membership is great and in actuality it's great too but there's a lot of things uh, to think about when you go to start one a lot of things to keep doing once you start one and I wanted to address that so first things first volume, right? How many people realistically can you get in this thing? And I was having a discussion in the DMs with one of my homies the other day and she had a really good point and I was like, oh shit, I should probably make this like a specific point. I'm all about learning from others, but make sure that when you're learning from others, you also consider their situation. So I want to make sure that anyone that's following me, if they're like, oh, I'm going to you know do a model like Maestro, amazing, but also... Remember that I have a lot of eyes. There's, there's no, like, I'm not going to lie about that. I have, uh, you know, we're hit 60,000 followers or Instafam on Instagram. And no, you know, no, not everyone's seeing every post and things like that. But mind you, that means I just have a bigger pool to start off with. And there's 60,000, like, super loyal, engaged, awesome Instafam members. So when I go to, when I go to do things in general, I tend to lean more towards volume. And that allows me to, to lower the... It allows me to lower the cost or lower the price and, and spread cost across with things. So I tend to, I like to do those um, webinars and, and such, and I can offer them at a low price. My, my Mafia, which is a monthly membership, 
is $37 a month. And I can do that because I have upwards of 180 people in it. You know, when I started it, it was, I think we were over 200. We lose some, we gain some. Um, if you're interested in joining the mafia, I should probably tell you a bit more about it. But if you're interested in joining, I will drop a link or I will have my girl, Courtney, drop a link in the show notes and you can get on the wait list for that. But my mafia is a monthly membership and it's a community of varied movement professionals. And we just basically use it as a resource. I teach in there twice a month, or we have a dinner, I call them, Zoom meeting, twice a month. One of those I teach, one of those I bring somebody in. And the rest of the time, people are engaging uh, inside of the private Facebook group and basically using the group as a resource, largely uh, trending towards online business. I started it, it was kind of like, oh, I'm talking about movement, things like that, but it just leaned heavily towards online business, digital business. And so that's what we talk about. Um, so I teach in there, and then they get to learn from each other. If you recall the episode that I did with, uh, oh my God, I'm totally blanking on her name right now, and I feel terrible. Fuck. Oh, goodness. The episode I did, and I brought her in, and basically she described uh, that a community is a group of people that you learn with, not this that you learn from. Uh, so that's what happens in the mafia. Yes, I teach, but people can also ask each other questions, ask for each other's uh, experience with things, ask for ideas, ask for feedback in there. And then I bring someone else in, uh, depending on what, you know, we want to talk about that month. Um, and like I said, largely trends towards online business. But the lessons being learned, and that's going to bother me, I cannot remember her name. And I see her face right now, and I cannot remember her name, and it will come back to me. But the big thing to think about and why I brought, started bringing this up and thought about doing this episode is that I have the volume for that uh, that allows me to do this at a lower price point. When you're thinking about creating an online membership, I want you to, to realize how difficult it is to get members and people in it. People love to do simple math and just be like, all right, well, you know, I'll get a thousand people in it and each of them will pay five bucks. It'd be super reasonable. And then it'll be $5,000 a month. Immediately, no, it does not work like that and I'm going to caution you against creating something in which you're kind of just like banking on people forgetting that they're a member of it and just continuing to pay right you want people to actually find value in this thing and, and, and want to be in this thing even getting a hundred members that is that's a lot that that is hard especially if this is not uh, your only product or service which we're going to kind of talk about but when you are thinking about considering when you are considering starting one or if you are thinking about starting one I want you to consider a realistic volume and what that would look like then in terms of revenue, right? Because if you're like, yeah, I can get 10 people in it. Amazing. That's fucking awesome. And if you're going to do it at, you know, $27 or $37 a month, like I did. Awesome. So that's $370 a month. Phenomenal. But if you're trying to use this as your only product or only service and trying to replace your income, that may suddenly not be so awesome. So I want you to really think about what is realistic in terms of how many people are going to be in this thing and then the price and then you can kind of guesstimate your revenue. Second part here, this thing is anything but passive. Right? Again, people love to do the math because that's easy, but then the work, that's not so easy. If it's a membership, if it's a continuity program, that means you have to continuously be doing stuff for it and creating stuff for it and showing up for the people that are inside of that membership or the people that are part of that membership, right? It is anything but passive. You have to keep showing up. So I want you to think about that as well. Like, yes, 
it's easy to start something, but can you keep it going? Uh, that's one of the things, you know, Jill and I are talking about with podcasts. Everybody starts the podcast. Most people do not keep them going. So anything but passive, can you keep showing up? Because you're going to have to keep showing up. Third part here, which is actually, again, why I wanted to record this episode is churn, right? Or the fact that people will leave this thing. You won't have data on this about, you know, how long a member stays, until at least you hit your first year. And then you can kind of see, do people stay in for two months? That's tough. Do they stay in for a year usually? That's amazing. I don't know what industry standards are. If you go back a few episodes and I talked about, should you care about metrics? I don't give a fuck what the average is. I want you to swing for the fence. But, you know, if you want to try and use metrics, other people's numbers, if you, you know, to, to try and guess your 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 income, you can. But I would just say be conservative with your guesstimate. And then after the first year, you can, you can go from there. But churn is a very real thing. And you will have people that come into this, but they're going to leave. And number one, you can't take it personally. When the first person left the mafia, I was like, so butthurt. Even though I knew it was going to happen, I was still like, oh, what? Uh, and, I, and I'm not going to lie. I think that, you know, and I think, I know I have a, a really good relationship with a lot of the people in my ecosystem and in my InstaFam and things like that. And so it's difficult to not take things personally when they leave because I'm like, I have these personal relationships with these people. But again, when it comes to we bring money into the equation and, and financial things like this, it is very much a product, a service, it's part of a business. And so you can take it seriously, take it objectively, but do not take that personally. I actually do encourage the people that um, are leaving to say bye, right? I expected them when I when I did my sales page. I said that I, I my my anticipation, like I said, that's the word I want to use, was that uh, or I anticipated that people would stay in for a year. I felt that within that time frame, they could get going on the projects that they wanted to start. They would have enough community support to gain some confidence to start getting those reps and putting themselves out there. And then they could spread their wings and fly on their own or go into more personalized one-on-one coaching or or things like that. But that in mind, I do encourage people when when you graduate, I'm stealing that from my man, Hunter. If you're listening, I love you. And congrats on the nuptials. That's amazing. Uh, But... I, he, I think he did a post on Instagram or something like that, and he was talking about someone that had graduated from his membership. Uh, and I love that. I love that idea of graduating. It's not leaving, uh, it's graduating, moving on to bigger and better things. So I do encourage people to take some accountability, ownership, whatever, and especially if they've been in the group and they're really vocal in the group, um, to say bye because their presence will be missed. And they do that. I have people that just email me personally, and I, if, if you're listening to this and this is one of you, thank you. Um, I write back to you for email I get, you know, that's saying that they're leaving, but it, it is really nice when you do that for somebody. So point number three there, just considering, remembering, understanding, realizing that churn is a real thing. And thus, you're going to have to have a way to get people into this thing, right? Yes, when you start it, you'll probably get the biggest influx of members, or you might get the biggest influx of members, but then how are you going to keep filling this membership are you going to be marketing for this i do have another service that then people graduate from that and they go into this or is this a downsell from another service i don't know that's up to you Uh, but you need to consider that because people will leave and you're going to need to fill those spots back in Uh, this can be great Uh, you could have an easy it could be easier for you to create that system for funneling people in if this is your only product and 
I'm thinking about the episode that I did with uh, LCK, Lord Kristen King, about her continuity, her membership, Paragon Training Methods. And that's their thing. That is the main product that she sells and pushes and promotes all the time. So when if that's the case, everything can then be a funnel. If you have other things like I do, you have to realize that that's going to be tough then because I want people to join my intensive. Uh, you know, I, I do one-on-one coaching. I have a, a mentor mind with, with Jill. So if I'm promoting other things, I can't be promoting this. Otherwise, it just feels like you're selling all the time. So I do kind of have a funnel in which people go from my Instagram intensive into the mafia. Uh, it tends to be the nicest kind of next step. But something for you to consider when you, when you are, if you're thinking about building something or uh, creating this. Next point here is your options for deliverables. Deliverables meaning what are you going to do in this membership? What, what are the people getting out of this? In general, when you're creating things, don't just create stuff to have more stuff. The goal should be, you know, getting people results, thinking about what is, as when you would say, useful, usable, and needed right now. I know that for me and for my mafia, the biggest attracting or feature, the best thing that people utilize the most is the community, which I actually run on Facebook because it's just easier. That may not be the case for your thing. Um, you know, if we look at the traditional definition of membership, then it has a membership, then yeah, we're thinking about it has people in it. It's not like a one-on-one service that you keep doing, you know, monthly. That, that's more of like a continuity or a subscription. What we're looking at, if you're doing an actual membership and there's going to be members and people, then oftentimes what keeps people there is the community aspect. Sometimes what gets them in are some of the features. So for me, I created a dashboard. So it's a place online on my website, actually, that houses all of our, you know, our, our, the recordings from our group dinners. Uh, it houses, you know, content that I make specifically for the the mafia any kind of videos or things like that it has all of my old movement videos from instagram uh, categorized uh, and searchable on there um it has a list of you know i have a lot of things that i make a lot of things that i write an episode podcast episodes, uh, podcast episodes and so i've uh, you know broken down categorized some of those to make them uh, more easily accessible so i bit took me a long time to build this thing out and real talk the number one thing that people use is the community. It's nice that we have this other feature, but you will probably find as well that people don't want more things. They want more results. They want more friends. Uh, those, those, those tend to matter a bit more. So when you're thinking about deliverables, uh, I would be looking at what kind of touch points you're going to have as well. Uh, meaning are you going to have like a group call, a group Q&A once a month, two times a month? Uh, it can change. It can be whatever model you want it to be. It doesn't have to be every day. It probably shouldn't be every day. It's too much. It doesn't have to be every week. It's All of it is up to you, and you can change these things as you go. Like I said, for my mafia, we meet twice a month, and I find that that's, that's, that's plenty because uh, the dinners do come up fast and furious. You know, a month goes by very, very quickly. But how you structure it is up to you. I'm going to encourage you, again, make it about the results. I feel... I feel kind of grimy when I hear people talking about like how little they, they're kind of bragging about how little they work to make money. Like, don't get me wrong. I want you to make all the money. But when we start positioning these things and we're trying to like do the math and figure out what we want to do, if the first thing you're kind of saying is like, how little can I show up to this? That's like kind of stank. Like I'd rather that not be the thing. 
yes, I want you to have control of your schedule. I want you to have flexibility and freedom. And that's oftentimes why we start something like this, um, because it is nice to have that, that consistent quote unquote revenue, not passive, uh, but that consistent revenue coming in. But it shouldn't be about like how little I can show up. Think about what's useful, usable, needed, necessary for your people. And then, yeah, the numbers do matter. How many people are going to be in this thing? Uh, what's your revenue going to look like? And then does that amount that you're going to be putting out in terms of time, is that uh, appropriate for what you're going to be making? Uh, uh, next part I have written down here. Yeah, I did write out things for this episode. The next thing I've written down here is just about some of the options you have logistically or technically, I guess, technologically uh, that you have for running a membership if it's going to be online. So there's a lot of things out there and I am going to encourage you to spend a little bit of money and use a system that's already been made. Reason being, it's going to take care of the payment part for you. So you can do like recurring um, payments for through something like uh, like recurring, what is it called? Like recurring invoices through things like PayPal or um, I'm pretty sure that Square would do it. I use Stripe. I love Stripe. Um, I do my recurring invoices on PayPal, which is easier, but I'm pretty sure Stripe does it as well. But I'm going to encourage you, encourage you to use a platform that runs these things for you, especially if you're going to have any kind of volume in this membership because it has to charge it every month. Uh, the payments will be probably at different times because you may not, if you have more of a kind of rolling admissions, um, people coming in at different times of the month. So you don't want to be doing that yourself. Like that's just going to take way too long. If a payment fails, you want the processor to do that for you and take care of that for you. Um, so a few things you can look into. Number one, if you have a Squarespace website, they have a new thing called Squarespace member areas. Um, again, I have a WordPress website. I use uh, MemberPress, which is a plugin. So I don't know anything about Squarespace, um, but I know a lot of people have that. So Squarespace member areas, I believe it's called. Um, if you have a WordPress website, I highly recommend MemberPress. Um, there's another, there's another, I don't know if it's a plugin or what it's called, but MemberSpace is another thing that you can use for different websites. Um, for those of you that maybe have like a Wix website, you can go with a bigger platform, something like Kajabi or Teachable or Thinkific. Those will also have their own kind of like community areas, if you will, uh, if you don't want to be running things through Facebook. I run the community side of all of my products through Facebook because it's just people are there and I put them in a Facebook group and it's just easy, but that's up to you. Uh, and then lastly, uh, Dr. J-Pop uses Mighty Networks. I know that's kind of on the rise. I don't know a ton about it, uh, but for those of you that are like, I don't want to be on Facebook and I want the community side, uh, Mighty Networks might be something that you want to look into. So I personally hold, host all the like information stuff, deliverables, content on my website using member press. All of these things, what they do is they simply create areas of your website that people that can only be accessed by people who are paying or people who are part of that membership. So I do recommend you use something because it's going to take care of those recurring payments for you of things. Uh, if a credit card is expiring, I get a notice. If a payment fails, it tries again automatically. It sends them a notice. So these are just things that you, you want to be automated. Okay. Uh, next part here. Be careful with tiers. I know that we want to offer like a lot of options to people, but options can be paralyzing and usually they're not necessary. I see people having like a billion options in their memberships. Uh, I guess I should also say that Patreon is another option for, you know, doing a membership. 
Um, I see people doing lots of different tiers and they tend to be more confusing than anything. And they're so close. It'll be like $10, $20, $30 a month or $40 a month. Just get rid of that. Pick one. And that is what you sell. When you have all these, these things that are, they're so close together, uh, it, it ends up being more distracting than anything and people get decision fatigue and end up picking nothing. So be careful with the number of tiers uh, that you have. Continuing with this idea of kind of money uh, payment, uh, you can, if you want, do like a discount if people pay in full for the full, for the full year. That's typically the, the most common type of discount that you'll see. I actually don't do that. I give a... Um, What's a value add? So people can either pay monthly or if they pay for the full year, they get 50% off of anything else that I make, except for my, my, my mentor mind. Um, but they get 50% off one-on-one coaching. They get 50% off any of the webinars that I make. If I, my, they get 50% off of my um, Instagram intensive. So again, my model allows for this. I have the volume and so I can offer, you know, discounts on other things and it's, it's okay. It doesn't hurt me. And I really like to show up for my people. Um, they also get discounts to some of my homies who, you know, wanted the exposure. Uh, so I was like, Hey, if you want to offer anything to the mafia at a discount, cool. Uh, any of my maestro green mafiosos. So people that pay for the full year, they get access to those discounts and I got like you know Brianna Battles in there, Jenny Matei has something in there, Jenny She has something in there, um, Z Health has something in there, I'm pretty sure IKN has something in there so you know it's another option for things right so you can have them pay monthly or and then you could offer them a discount if they pay in full usually in general 20% discount for things is enough to give people like a dopamine hit and realize like yeah I am saving money what I'm going to recommend, what I'm going to recommend that you do is you price anchor things. Meaning if you want to get a hundred dollars, whatever for this membership, for anything, don't make a hundred dollars the price and then give people a 20% discount, make the price 120, right? And then give people that discount. I don't know if that's the right math. I think it is. I don't know. Then give people that discount. And then that'll take you down to 100, which is the price that you want to be getting. So across the board, if you ever want to do anything with, with discounts, make the discounted price the price that you actually want. And then you raise the, the price from there. Okay? All right. We got a few more things and I'm watching the time. This was taking a little longer than I thought. Um, the next point here is just a kind of a little bit of clarification that there's a difference is in terms of na- nomenclature, I guess, between uh, a membership and like a subscription. So to me, a membership, it implies that there's members, there's other people there, which again, I think that community aspect is what keeps people in certain things. Of note, you don't always have to have a community aspect with products and services. Some people don't want a community. Some people just want to fucking go and like do that thing and not be bothered. Um, so you have that option for people you don't force it if you don't you know if people don't want it but i'm thinking about you know um you know again lck's program with paragon i'm not all up in the community but i know the community is hella strong uh their facebook group is just bumping and that again is what they do that's what lck does um alex um i think baby brian's in there as well and they are just in that group running it and that is why it does so well when your energy and attention is this you know, being pulled in a bunch of different directions because you have so many programs and things, don't be surprised if your stuff doesn't grow. All right, so difference there, just a nomenclature. If you personally are thinking about like, oh, I'm going to, I just want to be able to have more of a recurring 
uh, fee schedule um, and have people paying me monthly, that may be more of a subscription than anything. And again, that's just nomenclature. It's not, it doesn't change anything else besides how you perhaps advertise it. Okay. Uh, continuing with this idea of a payment and such, one thing I have seen done, and again, if you're using software, then you may have to program it differently. I don't know, or put different numbers in. I don't know. But if you have the payment every four weeks, as opposed to once a month, um, you will actually end up, I think, with an extra month of payment that way. So, because some months have five weeks in it. So as opposed to saying once a month, if you're saying it every four weeks, um, the payment schedule will change, uh, but that's all, that's, that is something that I have seen people do. Okay. And I'm looking at this, I'm looking at the time, seeing I'm pretty sure we got everything except for this last part. I still think it's in my head and it just kind of popped out, but um, the last part that I have here that's yet to be crossed off is at the end of the day, when it comes to this membership, how you show up is how your people will show up. If you think this thing is going to be set it and forget it, dude, that's what your people are going to do. They're going to forget about it. And then eventually they're going to get salty because they're like, oh, I'm still fucking paying for this thing. That's not what you want. So actually, quick tangent here. I do recommend that you opt in to having reminders being sent prior to that monthly bill or that recurring bill. Um, it's just good you know, it's, in, it's a good form to do that. So I think mine goes out either three days or seven days before the payment is going to be um, pulled from their account automatically. So that's, again, this can all be set up. I use MemberPress. It's all inside of there. It took me, you know, quite some time to build this out, but now it just, that runs um, on its own. As for pricing and things like that, I'll link my pricing webinar if you want, but this is going to be up to you. I know people that charge $100 a month for things. I personally charge in 27, you know, 37 now a month. You can also raise rates. I don't recommend raising it for current members, but for new people, you can absolutely do that. Um, I'm not sure if I said it earlier, so I do want to circle back and say, as it relates to the online space, you lose nothing by giving people access to things you've already recorded and, and that you're like just leaving them as part of the membership. I see people trying to like take things down and then like only give access to these, wow, only give access to these specific recordings and things like that. I find that that tends to be more hassle than it's worth. One, most people don't watch replays of things, um, but they're like, wow, it's nice to have this, you know, the, the possibility of going back and, and having access to these things. But two, it's just so much work to be like, I'm removing this and I'm adding that. And then you only have access to that thing. So just keep that in mind when you're building stuff out. Digital stuff is phenomenal because it's already done. Right? People aren't like actually showing up at, in real time uh, and, and taking up space or, or asking questions. They're just watching something that's already been done. So there is some flexibility there and it can be nice to just have that and give access to those past things as part of anything, um, but definitely as part of the membership. So lastly, just to reiterate, you must show up the way you want your people to show up. Do not count on them for getting their part of the membership and just continuing to pay it. One, that's gross. I'm curious, that's not, that's not how we do business. So if you want people to be hype about things, this thing, you got to be hype about it, which means you got to be talking about this thing, which then again ties back into what I was saying earlier of what's your funnel? How are you getting people into this thing? 
I, then once they're there, you know, how are you keeping them? Which I, I think is largely for me, I show up live and I show up in the Facebook group, but how you show up, they're going to take their cues from you. All right. This was, a, this was much longer than I thought it was going to be. I wrote this out and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have that much time to talk about. And now look at this. shit is almost 30 minutes long. We're at like 27 and a half minutes right now. So, and I'm not sure if you folks are able to actually listen to this on a faster speed because Lord knows I talked very quickly. So thank you for tuning in for this one. Um, I love talking about this stuff. I'm actually really glad to get this out of my head and, and onto into an episode because I see memberships being pushed. And I'm not sure if it's the right thing for everyone. I think there's a difference again. Not I think I know the difference between a subscription model where you get your clients to pay you a monthly recurring fee and a membership, right? Difference between a subscription model and a membership. If you're actually trying to have people in this thing, spreading the cost across, this cannot be a set it and forget it. Look at the volume. Consider the volume. Do not base your your model exactly off of me unless you have the exact same uh, you know, number of eyes, um, and you're going to show up, be able to show up in the same way. Uh, so lots of things to consider there. I think that's it. I'm just going over it real quickly, making sure. Uh, but if you have any questions, you know where to find me. You could DM me at the movement maestro. If you want to text me, I'll drop the number again. One of these days you will reach out 737 Nope, that's wrong. See, that's maybe that's why no one's reaching out because they're keeping the numbers wrong. 310-737-2345. Love hearing from you. Endlessly, endlessly appreciative for the uh, subscriptions, the, what does it have? I think that's what it's called. Descriptions, the, the likes, the reviews. This, you folks are incredible. All right, officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.